Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hello! Claim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's 902-1OMG with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Hey, you guys, we are back with another episode of 902-1OMG. We're here. We're here. We're all here. We're all here, besties. We're here. I wish we were like here, here, like, but we're, I know, but soon we're planning our special trip. I know we are. We're we're having a special trip, like a girl's getaway together, all together. We're going to Santa Barbara. Oh my God. Which is crazy. Perfect. We're going to Santa Barbara. Wait, I just realized. Is it a spa weekend? (laughs) Yes. Montecito. Can can we have free uh, free spa treatments the whole weekend? Oh my gosh. I'm freaking out because a we mud planned, bath, we, everything. We started planning our trip like two, That's three weeks crazy. ago. Before this episode, <laughs> we're mm-hmm. going to Montecito. Oh gosh, I'm nuts! So I wait, cannot okay. wait. So you guys are probably wondering what we're talking about. Yeah, so am I. No, <laughs> <laughs> what what are we talking about, Amy? <laughs> oh well, you mean our little secret trip? Well, we're talking about because this episode there. Well, you'll you'll see, you'll hear. 
um, or if you watched it, it uh, involves spa treatments and the girls going away for the weekend. And we're actually doing that. But we had planned that before we we watched this episode, which Amy probably already knew about. But as you know, Jen and I had no idea it was coming. Maybe subconsciously. But Danielle, our other producer, we planned it and we want to go to Santa Barbara because Tori and Jenny have this awesome idea. They're going to get together and we're going to. They're going to watch the episode and then we'll film you guys watching it. So you see how they actually react during when they're really rewatching Wait, it. In the be, so people will be able to watch it. Well, yeah, we'll figure out how they'll be oh able to see gosh. it, too. Yeah, we're transforming the be- podcast. And so we world. picked Montecito totally random just because it was like, oh, we'll be able to get there. Everybody can come. And then I forgot this whole episode is about a trip to Montecito. Oh, Montecito. It's meant to be. Before Montecito was even in to go to, I think, like, <laughs> like 30 years ago. Like, did people travel to Montecito? Did I, you yeah. guys travel to Montecito? I didn't. I, it was I too, didn't. like, grown up for me. Yeah. Where, what, where yeah. was that? Where did I you film even, that? The Montecito. That was not it was the Montecito. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was called. It was the Montecito, but it was no, like, Montecito, like, it wasn't Rosewood. It wasn't Four Seasons. It wasn't. Wait, so you really went to some place no, no, called no. the Montecito? No, no, no. It was pretend. That was fictional. Where was why that? Don't, why, don't we, why don't we talk? What, why don't we tell everybody about the episode okay. and then we'll get into the details? This is true. Okay, let's do this. Season three, episode 18, Midlife. Now what? Air January 13th, 1993. Oh, it sounds like the tagline to my life. <laughs> Synopsis, Brenda, Kelly, and their mothers, Cindy and Jackie, as well as Donna and Andrea, enjoy a good life for the weekend at a posh health spa, the Montecito, until Brenda overhears a conversation about Kelly's stepdad's unfaithfulness to Jackie. Meanwhile, Jim questions his midlife crisis with his secretary, Dottie. Dylan finds two separate fantasies about a future with Brenda and Kelly not fulfilling. Also, Brandon starts gambling on basketball games with Nat's bookmaker, Duke. Directed by Robert Becker, written by Lana Freestat Melman and Chip Johansson. I was don't she, even know where to begin. she married to Jeff Melman, one of our directors? Huh. That's what I was thinking. Huh. You don't have, you know, just two Melmans on a show and not <laughs> be related. Probably not. Well, what'd you think of the episode overall? I really like this one. <laughs> you did? I did. Amy? 10 out of 10. I loved this. Yeah. Whoa. Like, <laughs> 10? 10 out of 10. This is one of the best episodes. Even the dumb flash forward with like gray so, hair those Dylan are my and favorites. the mustache. Those are the best parts. Loved The show has like four, four significant storylines. And aside uh, from one of them, I was there for all the rest. You know, I'm not going to be into bookmaking and like, you know, gambling, the the gambling and Duke and like, I mean, let's talk about that one first, since it's basically not a storyline. It's just like a little dangly carrot, like a something coming with Brandon and gambling. Does anybody know? And you know who the guy is that's playing the like bookie? No. Okay. So do you guys know that song? I mean, I'm 99.9% sure I'm right on this. So do you remember that song from Family Ties when like... Alex P. Keaton and Ellen fell in love. And it was like, what did you think? Yeah. That <laughs> guy that sang that is Billy, Billy Vera. Billy Vera. And Billy Vera played what? the bookie. Is he and he comes singer. back. Yeah. And is yep. he going to sing? Nope. I don't think so. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> no, he's just going to take Brandon, just- <laughs> hopefully, down a torrid road of gambling. 
Wow. I'm, I really wanted to develop into something because now it's just nothing and like. Well, you guys, yeah, Brandon's going to have a real problem. Well, yeah, that's that's very 90210. As we know, when you dangle something that could be an addiction, it happens on 90210. Well, well, and they're dangling, dangling another, Jenny. There's <laughs> lots of dangling going on. <laughs> there do is. You know, do you know yeah. what happens to you? I, I feel like it, I do know what's coming, yeah. Uh, you know what's coming is the storyline that people have talked about for years. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. It's, it's the diet pills, right, Amy? It's the diet pills. Diet pills. Yeah, because they... I think, Kelly, I, I, I know what you guys are talking about, and I don't remember it, but I don't your know Your problem areas? But I feel like oh. there's some foreshadowing going on for Kelly with body image issues. What kind of a hotel is this? Because they have the worst employees. <laughs> I'm going to work on your problem areas. The whole time. Who says that? You have problem areas. What? <laughs> to a teenager. To a 17 year problem areas. What the heck? Like, and then yeah. the other employee is just like outing people's affairs loud. Yeah. And like gossiping. Same story to just all the people that come there for a massage. The, so it's so bad that her coworker literally puts her little Walkman headphones on, yes. so she doesn't have to hear this BS anymore. Well, let's, she's heard let's it like be honest. Times. Okay, wait. Should we go back and even like? In yeah, case go you back. Have not let's watched. go. Let's so, go back to the beginning. Yes. Okay. The girls go on a spa weekend to the mall. Oh, I thought I was like beginning. Okay, it was 1990. Jenny and I met, <laughs> and when I walked in, I was like, "Hi." I'm Tori. No, Whoa. Okay. That's too far back. Not no, that. Too far back. Okay. No, so, fast forward. So fast forward. first of all, really quick, Steve's shirts are now buttoned back up to the top, which was- Knit it? Like, what's the knit with the one button? No. I don't- and It looks like he can't breathe. It's so tight. And the gum. The gum is back. <gasps> I didn't see gum. Where was Brandon's oh, gum? First opening scene, Brandon. Brandon's gum. Um, this is funny because I just watched a movie with my kids. You, you know my passion for Tom Holland. I, kn- I know I'm old enough to be his mother, but uh, love him from Spider-Man. So Uncharted, this movie, and that was his thing. Like, is that a thing? Like, cool young guys. They like He was like chewing on his no. gum. Yeah. And I was like, it reminded me of Brandon. And I was like, okay, I guess. Is it like the Brad Jason- Pitt, how he was just always eating in Ocean's Eleven? I mean, maybe it was a conscious choice for... Uh, 10 years to, for a character to chew gum. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, you think Jason chewed gum for 10 years? No. When you guys well, were together on the show, gonna did he? If it's going to be a Brandon choice, it's going to have to like be consistent for it to be like a thing. I, I feel like it's not going to be consistent. I feel like it's a one season wonder. <laughs> you feel like maybe it's because he had onions for lunch? You just made me puke in my mouth. No one thinks it's Nicorette. <laughs> I don't want to be like outing anybody, but like you don't think it was some kind of Nicorette? Oh, yeah, because he used to smoke. So maybe it was, you know, when people need that thing in their mouth besides oh, the cigarette, yeah. they chew but the gum. During a scene, like, wouldn't it have been okay to spit it out right before, like after rehearsal even? And, and, it's, gum was, it, and it's like, it, he chomps on it. And it was back <laughs> on the bus. Remember, remember when you guys a couple weeks ago went to the school for Christmas? Back yeah. he was chomping on it. He was like gum with everyone. I, I feel like it was a choice. All right. Well, Maybe someday if we ever talk to him again, we'll get to ask him. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. Okay. Noted. <laughs> but who wouldn't oh want a free God. weekend at the spa? Moms are paying. Let's go. Sign right. me up. They definitely called it a health spa, which was very 90s. A health spa. How was it healthy? I, it, I mean. It was so crazy when like. 
Because I feel like oh, in the be- 80s, okay. they called it a fat farm. <laughs> Amy, they totally call it a fat farm because my mom used to always say, she'd be like, I'm going away to the fat farm. In the 80s, that was And a I'd be bull, so scared. I would be like, first of all, my mom didn't need to go to any kind of fat farm, but like <laughs> that was the thing to do. And she would go away for a weekend and they would do all these treatments. It was a thing. Yeah. Like, what's the one? And it's like in Palm <laughs> Springs. And there's the green, the green one she used to go to. It was like, yeah, they would drive to it and just stay there. And they're on a calorie count. They do colonics. They do massages. And like, they get you to lose weight. They still have one. Like, we care. It was oh my, very frozen 80s. and laughing so hard. Wait, there's just. <laughs> just laughing. I remember in the 80s, like, it was the very era, like, my mom had bright red painted nails and, like, <laughs> ladies were wearing fur coats. It's very dynasty. Fur coats, Rolex watches. And then, like, I would say, like, oh, where's so-and-so's mom? Oh, she went to the fat farm for the weekend. And it was like, what? Like, that's what they called it. I, I prefer wellness retreat. <laughs> Yeah. But then I've seen too many movies with wellness retreats where they go and then they like lobotomize you. So, (laughs) or it's like a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So it was very 90s to segue to the health spa. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because even David's like, my girlfriend's at the health spa. Like, (laughs) do you think people like this? Like teenagers watch that and we're like, like maybe that was big in LA or something, but like I can't imagine all over the United States people are like, oh, yeah. They were probably, that's it's, it thing. definitely looks like woo indulgent like bougie fancy, yeah. Ritzy, yeah rich except the hotel mm-hmm. looked like a hilton a business yeah it was it, <laughs> was yeah. that was that even a hotel like what what was that big room where they're like when they're checking in and everybody's like lounging on the couches and they haven't even gotten any massages yet i think it was a can hotel. you guys scan your brains at all to figure out where you were i was googling it last <gasps> night i honestly like don't even business. remember filming that episode I said to myself, you would think I would remember being completely submersed in a bubble, a bathtub full of mud with three other girls that I remember that. Same. I got nothing. 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 No, no, nothing. Like I I, I did the same sort of like help, like dip, have your body in in a mud bath on what I like about you. I remember that, but I do not remember this. That's so crazy. You did it twice. (laughs) Yeah. That's so funny. What are the chances? Um, and all I can like think a, is nowadays you would never do that. That's how unhealthy, like that's so disgusting, that mud bath. And like, do they drain it each time? I was like, exactly. yeah, they probably didn't. People just got in one after another. Like, ugh. Oh, like, and I wouldn't want mud up my, up my parts. <laughs> oh, you're right. Well, you probably don't. I mean, yeah, it could get up there. Now that I think about it. Wait, it looked definitely like a hotel though, because it did. So I don't think they recreated that or built that because it no. was clearly a hotel lobby with the reception desk and then like the the locker room with the locker. Like, where were you guys? You know what it I, reminded me of, Jen? Obviously, it wasn't because that was in Vancouver. It reminded me of the reboot that that business hotel we were supposed to do our convention at. Mm. Like, right. I thought you were going to say it reminded you of the time when we went to get our nails done and Musso peed on the couch. Oh, no. It was like, which which time? Oh, my God. Sweet Musso. Peed on, oh, my God, in the nail salon. They were Mm -hmm. so nice about it. Yeah. Yeah. He peed on the cushion. He literally cocked his leg. We both had our dogs with us because they had traveled to Vancouver. We had to get our nails done. We were shooting the next day. And they sent us to this, like, 
this nice spa. It was a spa, like, mm-hmm. and they did our nails in the section. They had cushions, and they were bringing us champagne. Mm-hmm. And he cocked his leg on one of their cushions. Oh, no. Like, and they pretend. And Canadians are so nice. They were like, oh, it's fine. I was like, oh. <laughs> is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin. And their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important, don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. Want to temporarily restore definition in your jawline where it's been lost over time? With Juvederm Volux XC, you can get a non-surgical jawline treatment that adds volume for a smooth contour and to reduce the appearance of jowls in one in-office treatment with little downtime. Juvederm Volux XC injectable gel is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions. 
allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. There's a scene with Jackie and Cindy Mm -hmm. in the kitchen. Everybody's getting ready to go. And they talk about Brenda and Kelly, which I thought was like really fascinating. They acknowledge like, oh, thank goodness they're on speaking terms. Mm -hmm. And then the one of the moms goes until Dylan makes his choice. I thought like, oh, whoa. Even the the moms moms know about this ridiculous situation. (laughs) Yeah, the fact that they know made me, like, it made me scared a little bit because it just made, took me back to when I was a kid that, like, you didn't want your mom to ever hate the guy you dated because that would be it. Like, once they knew something bad, they missed, you know, weren't nice to you. Like, is Cindy Walsh going to be okay with Dylan? Like, I can't imagine. Like, that's major. I just was like, oh, wow, these the moms totally know what's up. I just like that. I again, this episode has Kelly and Brenda like being friends and having that fun friend energy. And then we get to see all four girls together. And I just I I love love when the show does that. I do, too, except there's one moment where I thought Brenda like Kelly was really struggling. And Brenda was like, come on, Kelly, like we're going to the spa. And I was like, "Mm, that's not very like sensitive. Well, I thought that, that, you know, when you're you're best friends with people and you're close with them, you can kind of be snippy or snappy sometimes and they don't take it personally. And you can talk to them in a way you probably, people, other people that hear it might be like, Ikes, but yeah. Well, sure. we'll discuss. I mean, I, I, I do like them. I, I like the, all the four of them. Mm-hmm. But the thing that the, the whole like energy of this storyline kind of made me feel weird, like insecure almost like it was a lot of women versus women Mm. and a lot of Mm. comparing in this episode a lot of like very odd stereotypes Mm -hmm. of like 
Like even Dylan's fast forward, flash forward, whatever we call it, where one of the wives is just like popping out babies. And then the other one is just Kelly, just shopping, 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 spending all the money that the man was making. I was like, I mean, yeah, it was not, it was not PC. Like it wouldn't work. It made me laugh just because I thought like Luke was so funny. (laughs) Yeah, he looked funny. (laughs) <laughs> and he's all Brenda. And like it was just, I don't know. It was just funny. Um but it was totally entertaining, but I was like, oh wait. Yeah, that wouldn't Ooh. you would never write that down. No. But you're but right. it, yeah, it just you're so like, right. It was like a lot of like body comparisons mm-hmm. going on. And then and then that just sort of became a through line for the whole episode with Jim and his midlife oh. whatever and Dottie. And just, I've always, since the beginning of this whole Dottie storyline, I've always been like, why is Brandon at home talking about Dottie the way he's talking about her? And they just like, I don't know, it just feels like they are objectify Dottie so meanly, like made me really uncomfortable. Yeah, this one, I was really like, I don't know, the whole Brandon of it all being like, yeah, go dad, like it really offended me because I was like, whoa, like God forbid something happened and Jim left his mother. Like, how would he feel about for his mom? And like, he'd be like, like, cool, dad, she's hot. Yeah, like it actually offended me, I guess, Mm because I have boys. I'm like, I would want them to like support me. Like, and he was just like, yeah, dad, get it. Like, it's all very inappropriate now. We're like, oh God. And then how Jim tells the doctor, the midlife now what doctor, like I'm having feelings or I think about her and I think she's coming on to me. And I'm just like, Oh God. I was thinking, is this another one of his fantasies? Because please let it be that he's speaking like this about Dottie. And also sweet and sour baby lamb. Uh, That was one of my favorite lines. (laughs) Same for me. I was like, wait, what? Jim Walsh eats his favorite thing is sweet and sour baby lamb. First of all, isn't baby lamb like isn't lamb a, a baby, baby anyway? <laughs> no, wait. You're asking the wrong girl. <laughs> I don't know. I've eaten a lot of Chinese food and never, I've never I've never seen a lamb well, on a Chinese or, menu or baby lamb. Baby lamb. But that was supposed to be like a a wink wink to like a baby lamb like a la- a lamb like caught deer in the headlights kind of like a young like is he taking advantage of her she's Ew. taking advantage of him and she's the prowess and and he's just the innocent baby i don't know i thought it was like metaphor for something no Maybe. or just or just a chinese dish that somebody one of the writers liked i don't know <laughs> and do we think cindy would really be nervous about jim i didn't like jealous cindy i, I gotta tell you like cindy's always been so st- strong and classy and like confident and you know just secure and I didn't I didn't care for the Cindy being all jealous and concerned Nervous, and worried yeah. about her husband true I mean, but it's like it's human I yeah mean, it's real life I don't I don't know if there's anyone that doesn't get jealous a little bit even true even though they do have a good marriage and you wouldn't think Although I think if Dottie would have gone for it with Jim, Jim would have done it. I Oof. Mm. all oh. the way though. No, but like he would have made still out did with it her a little bit. Like he still emotionally 
mentally went to a place that wasn't very respectful of Cindy. That's true. But as a man's fantasy, it's not cheating. It's just. True. I just think if you guys, if Dottie would have kissed Jim, do you think Jim would have kissed back? Yes. Well, he did in his fantasy. <laughs> well, she was great at doing her that role. She was, she was. You know, sexy. Well, and she so hot. burned him at the end so mm-hmm. bad. Like when she's but, like, but oh. the kissing was weird. Yeah, but then she's like, I have to quit because my boyfriend proposed. Bye. We've harassed Jenny about her best kiss. Who was yours, Tori? All throughout 90210. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming I know what you're going to say, but like, give us maybe number two. <laughs> I was two. like, please don't say that again. <laughs> give us number two. Who was the second best? Oh, <laughs> it was, it was probably because it was like every girl's fantasy, including mine. Like it was a dream sequence that Dylan had and he kissed Donna. Oh. So I got to kiss Luke in a scene and I was like, oh, dying. <laughs> like, of course. <laughs> everyone oh i love it i don't know but i i just when jim earlier in the in that story when jim does the math in his head and he adds oh up my things, god i got a little excited it was sexy yeah even dotty was impressed jim. she was I, I, yeah i might not like what's happening but i still love my jim speaking of math i was trying so hard to figure out were jim and cindy our age now, then, or were they probably younger, older? Uh, older. older. You sure? Yeah, I thought they seemed older too. Okay, thank God. Then I don't feel as bad. We'll be able to figure it out, but it's just going to take me and my calculator because I'm going to have to figure out like, did they ever make a reference to how old they were? How old were they? Mm-hmm. Real Maybe it's actors? the suspenders that's throwing me. <laughs> but I'm going to go with older. Well, and this is super crazy. But like, have you ever seen those things? I mean, they talk about it with the um, Golden Girls. And the Sex and the City ladies, I know. that like what 50 looked like then mm-hmm. is nothing what 50 looks like now. And I saw one the other day of like um, what, what the Jeffersons, like their age. Compared what age were to they like, supposed to be? What I saw was Jamie Foxx yeah. played George Jefferson in that like Jimmy Kimmel thing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? And then the real Sherman Hemsley who played, <sighs> they were the same age and Jamie Foxx looks so much younger. So it's a kind of weird. Like people look younger now at the same age as older. I mean, it's crazy. Do, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I think when we all heard, 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 I think when we all heard about the Golden Girls thing, that they were what, like 47, 46? I still can't like, believe that's what? true. That actually made I, me feel real good about myself. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Thank God. Because there's a lot of things with- we watch that make us feel really old. Like that was like I nice. feel like. TikTok had that wrong. Like, I'm not sure yeah, that but, stat but don't was you think totally they were accurate. like gussying up the golden gals to make them look older? Yes. Like, because yes. that was the whole thing. They lived in Florida and then they were, I don't you know. Because like Rue McClanahan did, they aged her up because she was supposed to play like the mother, but she was actually younger. That was right? Estelle. Estelle oh, Getty. Estelle Getty. Sorry. My bad. My we bad. will have to do the math on that, too. It's going to take me a minute. To um, go. I'd have you're to you're not like Jim. You can't do it in your head. Jim. But Jim said in this, when he was talking about midlife, he said he acted like he was past midlife. Yeah, he, he said He made a reference of age, like midlife, like, oh. But maybe right midlife, because now we think of midlife being 50, but maybe then it was like 40 or something if people didn't live as long. I don't know. 
Wait, if midlife's 50, that means I have to live to be 100? That's what I'm Ugh. hoping. And plus. <laughs> Ugh, no, I want out. What do you mean? We always talk about the rocker scenario. I'm not sitting in a rocker by myself. I'll sit in a rocker tomorrow with you. I don't need to be 100. <laughs> I'm not. Oh that God. does not sound fun. No offense to anyone that's listening that might be 100, but I just that's don't our audience. that's for me. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> Hundred. Wait, you guys, I'm jumping around a little bit, but how classic was Steve when he talks about the party in the Palisades? Oh my and, gosh. Yeah, but nobody ever goes to the party. It's it just fizzled for nothing. Like he said it for nothing. I don't get it. I was wondering like if that one came from my dad because in that time, like my actual like high school friends, they were always going to parties in the Palisades. That's what we would do. I mean, I love I mean, the Palisades. I wanted to see, <laughs> no, I wanted to see the party like, in the Palisades. Who doesn't want to see a party in the Palisades? You wouldn't. So it's so random that it was in there. And I was like, did he just add in these little things that he would be like, well, and, yeah, no one exactly, else gets, probably. but like, uh, that's my daughter's life. But Well, because they do make those L.A. references. Sorry, my top is a little low here today. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I think Speaking maybe it was to party just in the get, Palisades. <laughs> Dylan, to, Dylan to say, I don't want any more girls. Like, I've got enough problems, which gets us to him pensively I mean, thinking about that, it. That, that storyline with Dylan can't decide between Kelly and Brenda, then oh, he just he sits in the same spot in the peach pit for the whole episode, contemplating it, listening to the same sad music. I don't, I don't And, re- really and reading only, like, a book. This episode was just the peach pit. And the, the Montecito. They saved a lot of money on this episode. That's what well, I'm Well, the Montecito thinking. looked like it could have cost them some dollars, you know, because. Right. Uh, so they're like. So they had to on the rest. Yeah. I think the Walsh house got used a couple times. That was it. Because I'm going to say, I feel like the mud bath room and the spa treatment rooms, those were all sets. Mm-hmm. So really? they had to build that specifically for this episode. I remember the only thing I really do remember is the shower scene when we come out in the towel. Freezing, freezing. freezing. Except me. And I'm like, why did I have to be the sucker with the wet hair? Hair, And you were so cold. Brr, freezing. One. But I remember yeah. that scene being on set. Yeah, definitely on set. Oh, really? And I have a vague recollection of the, the, the tub full of mud being on set. And I remember uh, we were in it. And we couldn't move because the mud would slosh around and they, they didn't want it to look messy. I just remember that was like a, a thing because like, there was four of us in there. and the mud, But the mud was just a perfect level. There was no like splashed out mud anywhere. How did that happen? Because you're right. What were I we wearing? Those they, they used to have like back then, like there wasn't Spanx and stuff back then, but they used Mm-mm. to have like nude things that you would wear like for people that would- like when they were doing like love scenes, mm-hmm. so you would be like covered under the sheets and stuff. Yeah, those like nude tube top, top and like granny bodies. panties, like, but like ugh. I can't imagine. <laughs> I was probably wearing boxers under there. <laughs> I, not, I don't think I would ever worn one of those nude bodysuits they gave you. They put, always put those in your dressing room. You're like, nah, I'm not wearing that. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. 
I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90 slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if... no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men... How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. 
employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich men because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's talk about Babette. Okay. Jenny, Babs. tell us what your initial thought Kelly was of that. does not yes. like Babs the moment she sees her. She's like, has, you know, like PTSD over Babs because yes. Babs is, represents a really dark time for Jackie. Jenny, I did think very subtle, but we knew immediately Immediate, just by your facial like, expression. Something's going down. And that's knows. how I am in real life, too. <laughs> like, you know, the instant with me, <laughs> like if something's going down in here. You're going to see it on here. Oh, my gosh. It's true. The minute you see her meet somebody, you know exactly how she feels about that. I wish I could hide it. Like, I try so hard. But you're honest. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's like being her friend for years, I've seen that look. And I'm like, "Uh uh uh-oh, uh-oh. What's what's the backstory here? What's going on? That look was real because I knew you did not care for Babette right away. And I, I didn't know why. I actually couldn't remember and then you tell Brenda quickly, that's how my mom got drugs. A lot of I drug know, references. I didn't know it was what was coming. I just, I saw Kelly's reaction to Babette and I knew that it was, I mean, I know Kelly pretty well. So I knew that Kelly was like thinking, oh, this is the drug, a drug, like a, a connection to Jackie's bad past. I've obviously never done drugs, but what's a toot? Did she say something <laughs> about a toot? A toot? A toot? Wait, what did she say? Did I get that right? That she's you like need a little toot. Yeah, is that? Drugs? Or she said, "I do a toot here and there." <laughs> said, that's a, is that that's a fart, you guys. That's not a drug <laughs> reference. That's, yeah, that's in our house. We never said the f word. Not f e c k. The other one, f a r t. Right, right. We never said r t. It was always toot. She has cute words for things. Yeah. A toot. I swear I wrote down she did. She, she I probably did. Read, she a toot is when you thing. take just a little spoonful and the, go like that. Not speaking that I know. Of, I don't. I don't speaking know. of spoons, for a minute, <laughs> may I ask you this? Dylan well, is drinking of spoons. His, <laughs> speaking of spoons, did you guys notice Dylan's stirring his coffee at the peach pit and the spoon? Oh. What? What oh the gosh. heck? You did you guys notice this? remember something. The Wait, spoon. I don't know. The, Wait, was the, all the one wonky. where he knocks the coffee on him? Yeah, and then at, at one point he's stirring the coffee or something, and the spoon was crazy. It was as if he, Dil, Dylan was so stressed about his big controversy in his head between the two girls that he bent the spoon. <laughs> I don't remember this part. Do you Do- remember, am I, is this Luke that I'm thinking of? <sighs> I remember he had like a party trick where... Um, it might not have been Luke. It might have been one of my husbands. Um, Tell where us. He, where it might have been have... one of my husbands. Stop. Stop. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not sure. It gets all a little foggy in there. If anyone listening um, missed that, Jenny literally just said, it might have been Luke or it might have been one of my husbands. Like, continue. Well, it gets confusing, Amy. Okay. <laughs> um, but the, like, okay, so so there's like spoons on the table when you sit down, right? And they would take the spoon off the table and under the table, they would break the spoon. So now there was one broken spoon. And then they would take another, the other spoon that's not broken. And then they would say, look at my mind powers. And they would put the, 
put the half of the other broken one in their hand somehow and convince you that they were breaking the top of the spoon off. And you'd be like, oh my gosh, you're so powerful with your mind powers. And then it would snap off. And but they wouldn't really ha- I don't know. Okay. So this isn't okay. Working no, 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 no. This is working because I know what you're talking about and I witnessed it. I don't remember if it was Luke, but it definitely wasn't one of your earlier husbands. I don't remember them having good tricks like that. But I feel like maybe it was Luke because then this spoon thing, this whole gag with the spoon bending the spoon makes sense. Like that was probably his choice. Yeah, that, I definitely remember that spoon trick on set. So yeah, back to the spa. Yeah, let's okay. talk about Babette, Jackie, okay. Jackie finding out about Mel cheating, Ugh. which did come back to me. I was like, oh, yeah, this is this really is- it's going to be real. Yeah, Mel moves out, I think. Oh, my God. I had this hope. I was like, okay, next episode, we're going to find out it wasn't true. Because Jackie says maybe they can work it out. I don't know. But I was like, no. I think they, I I, I don't remember what happens, but this is a thing. They do work it out. Yeah, this is a thing. Because obviously, like, Mel didn't come home. Like, what's going on? But wait, we don't have proof. I know, this is all hearsay, you guys. Allegedly. Allegedly. The masseuse lady says, uh, you know, no, that but then, some fancy oral surgeon. The housekeeper says, no, I She n- confirmed he didn't come home? Yeah, oh, I didn't, didn't come home. No. David's Mel like, well, I didn't is... do a bed check. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there were some he's, great lines in this episode, too. David got a little cranky because he's studying so hard, I guess. He's kind of cranky throughout the whole episode. Yeah. Were you but yeah, happy imagine that- the masseuse. Talking to talking like that about like oh my best uh, she got together with her best friend and you know and then the poignancy of that for Kelly and Brenda as they're getting massaged like thinking oh that's our story she's talking about and she says the name she's like he's like an oral surgeon Doctor Mel Silver and then you're just like oh what my favorite part of the massage scene. Where the camera work in this episode was great. I, I loved you, it. Wait, you liked those body pans up the feet onto the people on the exercise machines? Uh, <laughs> no. They made me feel I, uncomfortable. Okay, okay, fine. I liked it only because the first one, I was like, I didn't know what was coming. And I was like, ooh, look at those little gams. And I was like, it's me. It's and then Yeah. And then I was like, oh. God, sweet. Yes, that's what my body used to look like. And then I had a moment. But in the massage scene, you both are kind of laying flat, getting your massage. And I loved your face in that because I was like, look at that. Like nowadays, we'd be like, we're not doing that angle. Like, like your face was all squishy and everything. And I was like, oh, you were so young that no matter Mm. what angle you put your head at, you look perfect there's a lot of close-up and it was so shots. impressive because you like, didn't care remember yeah, back well, when you didn't care and you just could yeah. do anything and you're like oh it looks good mm-hmm. i remember caring back then too but not about that angle not about arms. face stuff right what about the arms <laughs> amy really wants to talk about the arms <laughs> They're so dark. I can't. I can never because of what Jenny said about her arms. And I'm like, I didn't notice it, though, by the way. I did not notice it. What did I say about my arms? I looked at your arms. Your arms are perfect. 
My oh, furry, furry? I thought you meant like arms. Because now Jen and I like, we don't like arm stuff because it's like, mm-hmm. well, hers are better than mine. But like, oof. I can't see my, my mom used to call them. No, you're- my mom used to say, Eddie, when you hit a certain age, a woman never waves because wave goodbye arms. Wave goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, that's crazy. And then I'd be like, hope that never happens to me. And then it's like, hi. But um, yeah. I was what do just- we do about that, though? I've been trying my weights. Will you that work? got to use the dumbbells. I I've keep been saying using I'm going to do that. I've been using my one pound and my five pounds. I haven't. It's doable. Like, I could still sa- salvage this, right? Wait, did you guys not hear What do you mean salvage best? it? Like, save it for your later? Your arms are fine. Your arms are... <laughs> no, get rid of this. No, your arms are fine. It's totally can, fine. Yeah, somebody oh, can do wait. something. Someone, someone can do something. <laughs> Nowadays, you can do something about everything. It doesn't matter. Did you guys not hear the line when David says, I didn't do a bed check, and then Kelly says, that... What or Brenda says that was like pulling teeth. Well, his dad is a dentist. Did you guys not hear that? Those, no, no, didn't hear that. One. That was oh a good one. The that was nuances. the most genius line of all time. Oh my god, I laughed out loud. I don't know. I just the whole like, oh, let's talk. Like when Kelly's starting to get insecure about her body because it the lady talks about her. It went problem, problem areas. Quick. Problem areas to. Counting calories mm-hmm. to talking about bulimia. Like, it was just, whoa. A lot. Out of um, nowhere. Feel, yeah. Because More Kelly's, shadowing. like, a really confident girl. Like, I didn't ever really see this coming. No. No. But that's the tough thing that I always feel like, uh, you know, obviously they map out where the stories are going to go. Like, I wish they would trickle things in a little bit sooner so. It's not like one episode, all of a sudden she's insecure when we've never seen her be insecure about her body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Or maybe like clue the actors in along the way, like in three <laughs> so they episodes. Can, yeah. mm-hmm. So then you can mm-hmm. ramp up for that, you know, emotionally, like lay some stuff in so it doesn't come. So, it feels so like jarring. they're doing the exact same thing with the gambling. Yeah, so they're doing the eating, eating disorder thing and the gambling thing. And we know, oh, we're headed for trouble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did it bug you? I didn't love it. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was like, this doesn't track. Like, she's not. I mean, I, I, when I watch it, I watch that young girl, the real person acting, like it, playing that role and having to say like, you know, it just made me like feel bad for Jenny, for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like my yeah. The young me, because it, you know what? Life is hard enough. This business is even harder on your, you know, mental well-being and your confidence. And there's so much rejection and all the things that go with life in general nowadays. And just having that like reinforced in me at such a young age. Oh my God. Yeah. There's so many times when I'm watching this show and I'm like, no wonder, no wonder (laughs) I have hangups and issues and have had therapy for so long. Like, it's all, it all's coming back. Like I see it. I see the hat it happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you remember how you felt when you read that script that that was happening? Were you like, why me? Like, why am I the one that's like mm. my body? You know, cause that's what I'm I sure. was thinking when I was watching wow. you in the locker room. Cause you have a beautiful body. But I was like, gosh, like. I was young too. Like if I'd gotten that storyline, I would have been like, wait, is something wrong with my legs, my butt? Like, why am I getting this storyline? 
Wow, that's <laughs> you know? a really... And there's no yeah. reason, but uh, did you feel that way? I'm sure I did. I'm sure I internalized that. And that's... Oh. On a lot of levels. Just Whoa. like I internalized the whole... This is a cheating episode. All men cheat. Yep. This, mm-hmm. for me, was like, what? This li- There's a line later. I, I tagged it as, like, not my favorite mm-hmm. line, but my favorite stand-up line. Why do men cheat? Why isn't one woman ever enough? And that just sears through me, even just saying it now. Just, uh, it, it's mm-hmm. so upsetting that this young girl, those those young girls, Kelly and Jenny, <laughs> had to stand there and say something and internalize it. And, you know, yeah. it, beca- it sort of soaks into your, the fibers of your beliefs. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it, I'm like, whoa, that is Jim's cheating. Mel's cheating. Dylan's cheating. What messages are we sending? Like, and then now, I don't know, I guess, at some point, the show really does change and start to become more about like, I mean, more topic, you know, we we always did topics like that, like, and tried to show both sides of it. But I just feel like I, 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 this episode specifically was like, whoa, there's just a lot of negative messaging coming Heavy. in. Heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah. And sister, it's just beginning for you. Oh, great. Like poor Kelly, the stuff that she went through over 10 years. It's, yeah. Yeah, this episode in particular, (laughs) and I don't know if I would have noticed it back then the way I noticed it now. Mm -hmm. The eating disorder, the drugs, the cheating, the, and then sort of like very female stereotypes, very male stereotypes, even like midlife now, what? Like it was all like, whoa. Still super enjoyable to watch. Like, I love the episode, but it was like, I loved it. It was really fun, but it was, you're right, a super inappropriate episode. Like, it's fun to watch, but like, it's kind of gives, F's with your mind. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, before we have to go, there was a couple things I thought were so funny. I think someone at the hotel was mentioning, maybe it was Babette, the celebrities that come to the hotel. And it was like Cher, Michelle Phillips, and Lonnie Anderson. I was like, wait a name check. Like <laughs> Back then, those were the girls. That was like J-Lo and uh, Madonna totally. whatever. I don't know. Right. <laughs> and or then Kelly had stars the... on the love boat. But yeah. <laughs> or, oh, my, was Cher on the love boat? <gasps> that one I don't Probably. know. But Michelle, Michelle Phillips and Lonnie Anderson, and Lonnie Anderson were there. Definitely. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> there was some good fashion going on, especially... Oh. Jackie. Really? Was there? Was there good fashion? Because I saw another GD floral vest on Andrea right out of the gate. <laughs> and Kelly yeah, had those thick socks. Andrea. Thick, thick socks with the sneakers. <laughs> the scrunchy like, socks? Weren't those, that like, was uh, so in- weren't those called Eric? Wasn't the brand name of those Eric? I don't know why that's the name of it. Wow, I don't know. The pushy. I don't big, know, but, but they came back last year and I tried to wear them and she was mad. <laughs> Oh my god. Jim was in a lot of plaid, a lot of plaid, and then Brenda rocked the gingham at the end I there. I thought this was a big sweater episode for Jim. A lot of sweaters. I, I actually wanted that oh. orange sweater he was wearing. <laughs> Dylan like, wore really the iconic that. brown jacket again. So we are seeing that like the brown jacket, very 50s. Yeah. Like whenever you're at the Peach Pit, you're like, I don't even know what decade I'm in. I mean, yeah. It, 
Jackie brings it though. She always brings the high nineties fashion to the show. I love it. And the workout outfits. I feel like this reminded me of your workout video. Oh my God. The spandex was on fire. I feel like we could do three episodes about this episode. (laughs) Did you guys have any other favorite lines? Um, I liked Andrea saying, I feel like a piece of sushi. (laughs) Although she's never had sushi. But now I know what it feels like. (laughs) Right. And I was like, oh, that's so 90s. I guess like sushi was just taking off then. Like it wasn't. And yoga. Like, yes, there was a shout out to yoga. It was like all those things that were kind of that we are like, oh, that's our everyday now. But it wasn't that in then. Um, Mm -hmm. Donna saying I ate a whole loaf of bread. That whole scene, that whole scene gave me a little PTSD because I was like, oh, it's true. I was a bottomless pit then. I had high metabolism. (laughs) There was a shout out to the environment, which I thought was, oh, we've had those before, though. I feel like they a few times, especially with the Dylan surfing. Yeah, they definitely were like conscious of a lot of things. Jim can do math. I'm just looking through my notes. Wait, were you as excited when Dylan wore the suspenders as you are when Jim wears them? (laughs) I just have to ask. Mm, I I didn't have the same reaction. I've got to be honest, but I did really like the like poofy belly. They made him kind of like a little paunchy there in the tummy area. It like rode up when he had the kids. (laughs) They had six kids. Brenda and Dylan in his dream had six. Well, one on the way. So five kids and expecting one. And, and I was like Brenda coming down the stairs, holding a baby, holding wallpaper and wearing a pregnancy <laughs> pad. I was like, wow. That's and all I kept right thinking there. is like, gosh, they were trying to do something so far fetched. Like they have like let's a, a ridiculous amount of kids. And I was like, <laughs> I wonder, like my dad never met my children. But I wonder if then if you had told him, like, by the way, your daughter will end up having five kids. He'd be like, what? <laughs> oh my that's crazy. that's every day at your house. Yeah. <laughs> Really fast. Is there significance to that license plate on the wall that says BK8985? Peach Pit? Where It's in the Peach Pit? BK89. Might be for a later day, but I, I made a little note of that. BK89 what? 85. Black license plate, BK8985. Mm, we'll have to inquire. Yeah, we can. Fans, I know who we should ask. Stay tuned for that. Darren everybody. will know. Don't you think Darren will know? Wait, we'll say to you? Oh. I said, don't you think Otherwise, Darren I know? feel like, yeah, we've covered it, but yes. I could go on and on. And that's your territory. So add that to your list. Ask Darren. <laughs> um, you know, somebody has that license plate, I'm sure, oh, somewhere. No, Some I fan mean Darren has Martin. It. I bet you Darren Martin has oh, it. Oh, our Darren. Ask Darren yeah. Martin. I thought you meant Darren Stark. No, oh, Darren Martin. Oh, no. Okay, yes. Who's yes, Darren yes. Martin? He's like the number one 90210 fan. Oh, no way. Yes, He's known as the keeper of the code. And he has a room full of like everything from the show and just like he gets these cool oh, yeah. things ask that him. no one else can find if you ever need a picture or information ask darren martin he knows <gasps> I know well, please ask him and then oh, also bro. uh honorable mention to the black kelly's black suit you know in the future with the leopard 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 a lot of leopard <laughs> i i think my very... daughters have that hat like that hat came back in <laughs> Like a year ago, totally that did. leopard hat. It did. You're right. That outfit was very for, dynasty. Like very. Yeah, like, I, I hate you're it. You're like Crystal Carrington. Like, what am I wearing? What Respect for Andrea's up? love of free samples. Also, <laughs> she had a lot too, and they were full sizers. People, 
Those weren't just like the little ones. Those were the big ones. <laughs> well, that's it. That's it for this week's episode. Next week, we are going to be talking about episode 19, Back in the High Life Again. I can just Ooh. hear the song. I'm not going to try to sing it for you because that'll hurt your ears. Oh, is it that no, song? Sing it. Go yeah. ahead. Back, we're back in the high life again. Nope, not nope, it. Nope, not it. Nope, not it. <laughs> say, okay, just, just say a few words. Say, do it. I will not. What is it? Amy, like a, do you know that song? It's like a... Of course. It, uh, do I know Back in the High... Back in the High Life Again? That yeah. one? Yeah. Is that Don Henley? That's what no, I did. No, it's not Don Henley. It's um, Bruce Hornsby. That's no. not what you did. You did something entirely different. That was like some Kenny Rogers thing or like... <laughs> no, it's... Yeah, no. I feel like it's... Oh, yeah, no, it's Steve Amy Winwood. Did. Steve Winwood. Sorry, Steve, Steve Winwood. Winwood. So pardon Back me, in the High Hornsby. Life Again, anyways. Yep. Please excuse our singing. All right, I, hope guys. So- I hope they've used the song. <laughs> Have a great week, everybody. <laughs> Love you guys. Mm-hmm. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hello! Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.